you know, one of the things we haven't talked about much on this is the benefit to reduce um, cancer of many different cancers by consuming omega-3s. Yeah. Um, we have these things called prostaglandins. We know that the impact of prostaglandins to reduce tumor size. We all have divisions of our cells, mm. and they mutate. So we all have this, and some people have more, some people have less, but we all have this potential opportunity for our cells to go haywire. One of the things that omega-3s help with is they slow down the growth of these mutated cells. Hmm. That's a good thing. And then it's our immune system's job, back to the immune system, why it's so important to kill those cells. Mm -hmm. But if we have weak immune system and then we're feeding the body with stuff that actually increases the growth, omega-6s, now now you can see why we've had huge increases. So for adults, it's really important to get at least... And write this down, 1,500 milligrams of DHA and EPA a day. Mm-hmm. Not together, combined. And that's where we get the dosage of a tablespoon of flaxseed or chia and a tablespoon of cod liver oil most days for uh, a normal adult. Okay, welcome back to Rest, Eat, Move podcast. I thought today we would spend um, some time on our favorite nutrient, and that nutrient is omega-3 fatty acids. But before I go into the fatty acids, here's what you can take away from today. I think omega-3 fatty acids are the missing nutrient that most people need to add to their diet, and I'll Mm. get into why through our conversation. But imagine if there's a nutrient that can help us reverse heart disease, uh, could boost our immune function, fight degenerative disease like our skin and our eyes and things that are breaking down, increase mm-hmm. fertility. I'm not going to go, I'm not an expert in fertility, but uh, that's been known to, to help, help fertility. Mental health, we'll talk about how the food you eat, especially omega-3s, can help us with our brain performance and function, including anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, promoting healthy skin, hair, and nails. That's what omega-3s are to me, is it's the missing nutrient to really help us thrive. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the science of all of that as we go today, but when we think about the stats, these are the stats. 98% of kids under the age of 18 are deficient in omega-3 fats. And it could be a primary deficiency or a secondary deficiency, primary meaning you're not consuming it, and number two, you're not absorbing it would be the secondary. Most people aren't consuming it. Yeah. Then we get into adults, and that percentage doesn't really improve. About 95% of adults are missing the amount of omega-3 fats they need. So in your world, you're educated on omega-3 fats because you Mm self-educated. How familiar were you with omega-3 fats um, as a child, growing up? And then what made you learn a little bit more of omega-3 fats? Growing up, no idea. Let's just be honest. Like, I thought fish, I didn't even think fish oil was a thing. I didn't think omega was didn't a thing. I didn't think it was a thing. I didn't know the word omega existed, to be honest. It was more, let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. But, um, yeah, growing up, um, I really got influenced by it because I was just curious on blood, like how to, you know, maximize my blood. Because I had a lot of people I seen around when I was growing up with blood issues, like, you know, um, with their heart 
heart sure. disease um, issues. With, family history of heart disease and friends and family. Yeah, not necessarily family, but I'll say people around just growing up seeing that. It was always kind of like it pushed me to learn more about it because I didn't want it, you know? And um, just seeing that. To blood pressure, cholesterol, heart disease, all these. Yeah. You were more familiar with that, but you didn't know much about omega-3s. So fast right. forward, when did you get educated on omega-3s? And As an adult. Yeah, I would say more when I started working out, I feel. I felt like uh, growing up, too, I always had cold hands, mm. cold feet. And I knew that was a lack of blood flow in my body. So I always looked up what can... So you're curious about that. blood because yeah, because it's heard of this and you're having yeah yeah honestly like it's it was never bad for me but just seeing like feeling my hands and like why is my hands so cold it has to be a reason for it so that sparked my curiosity. So you before know? you came to us and instead of being a commercial of uh, like different types of omega threes, how are you getting omega threes over the last four or five years? The tablet, and I heard the tablet is terrible. The is capsule, it, the gel capsule. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll get into that. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's better than nothing. Better than nothing, but it ain't the best. I it isn't say. the best, yeah. yeah. Um, how about fish? Do you like fish? The only fish I really eat is salmon. Salmon? Yeah, and that's pretty that's a good source, but yeah. Yeah, that's it. How about flaxseed, chia seeds, walnuts? You like to consume those things? Flax seeds, walnuts, almonds. I'm not really a chia seed guy I mean, not, and some people aren't they gum up and they expand uh-huh. like when you're thinking about your health obviously you're a learner um how many people around you uh in your space do you think are aware of omega-3 fats you know everyone's probably heard the word but like yeah yeah you heard it but you don't think there's much awareness? I mean, honestly, no. I think that's that's a big thing too. I think a lot of people should be aware of that because yeah, it has a lot of has a lot to do with your brain and your health and your heart. Yeah, we'll get into. Yeah. A, I mean, to me, a missing nutrient's a missing nutrient. Let's just say magnesium's missing. Uh, people aren't, um, you know, they're worried about their bones with calcium. That's not a missing nutrient, but yeah. people are worried about some of these things. I don't think people really realize, and I'm going to go into the deep science of what an omega-3 fatty acid really does to regulate the body. Yeah. Not only building the body, but actually transporting nutrients and eliminating from the body. So mm-hmm. it's to me, it's, it's an essential fatty acid f- for a reason. Essentials in the word of the definition mm-hmm. means that we do not make it. We have to consume it, and, uh, and there's a reason why... It, there's less and less in, in the food system. Yeah. Any any Very questions true. off the bat that you're curious about omega threes as we start today? Yeah. Um, this is mainly I want to talk like I'm a viewer as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I because I'm not the most you know knowledgeable about this, but I do want to ask. As a kid, if you were to take it as a child, compared to, to starting as an adult, what's the benefits? Hmm. So why would you want to start earlier? Than later, or what's the different benefit for a kid versus a yeah? yeah great t- question. T- t- and tell me the different. I don't. I don't know if this is the right word, but it's. I think it's congenitive thinking or your the development of your brain mm. where you cognitive thinking. Cognitive, yeah. So yeah. creating creating that cognitive function of the brain. Yeah. 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 And let's say you are deficient ever since you've been a kid, and they say your brain stops developing at twenty five. Mm. Tell me about that. Like, yeah. 
I'm so he wants me to go into the neuro uh <laughs> neuroplasticity here's what i know from my experience so mm-hmm. as a kid that suffered with adhd dyslexia didn't do well in school um and again, without getting into the science, there's missing nutrients for, I would say, the average pers- kid that has ADHD, one of them being omega-3 fats. So what is that going to do? It's going to help with the connectivity of the neurons. Mm-hmm. So if I have a thought and I need to implement that thought, there's a long wire path called your neurons, mm-hmm. your nerves, that need to be connected. One of the things that we know is omega-3 fats really help with the development of our brain neurons. Mm. So if you're deficient in those things, that signal is going to be lost. So think about, I had a thought, and I forgot that thought. Mm. It's not quite that simple, but that's the idea of how do I make that thought efficient and, and actually executed. There's these things called mm. myelin sheath, and I'm going to get into that, why it has to do with adults. Yeah. Are you familiar with what a myelin sheath is? Nope. So before we got started, you were playing with this microphone, and we worried about this cord. Yeah. Maybe this cord is damaged. Uh-huh. But the cord doesn't have exposed wires, does it? No. It's got the rubber. Seal, right, yeah. yeah. So your myelin sheath, think of it as the seal of that cord. It's a fatty substance that insulates your neurons. Mm-hmm. Well, what is that made of? Omega-3 fatty acids. Mm. As we age, we want to have as thick and healthy and insulated myelin sheath as possible. Mm. And so that's why we now know the development of a child needs to have DHA, which is one of the omega-3s, specifically to help to build this myelin sheath, mm. to develop your eyes, to create this harmony. That's, one, that's what the nutrient is doing. Mm. So specifically for kids, it's about growth. It's about development. Mm-hmm. With adults, it's really about slowing down growth and aging. Right, yeah. So it's kind of the same nutrient that does opposite things when you need it. Um, and then in that case, you're reducing inflammation. You're keeping that myelin sheath healthy versus breaking it down. So right. as a kid, you want to build the myelin sheath. As an adult, you want to maintain it. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's watching that has family history of uh, neurological disease, whether it's MS, Alzheimer's, dementia, there is not a nutrient that I think is more powerful for delaying that than omega-3 fats mm. because it helps to cre- make that insulation strong as long as possible. Yeah. And all you have to do is Google omega-3s and MS, and you'll see that it has to do with the myelin sheath. Mm. So the disease of the myelin sheath, one of the worst diseases is MS. And we now know omega-3s not only can help to prevent that, but a lot of people don't know until they have MS. Right. It can, ha- it can actually it. improve it. Right. It can slow it down. So yeah. that'll answer your two questions. But yeah. before we get into more questions, let's break down omega-3s a little bit more. So yeah. you got this class of polyunsaturated fats, omega-6, omega-3s. And, and when you think about omega-6s, let's start with omega-6s first, very needed. We need omega-6s. And we need a ratio of about two to three omega-6s per one or two of omega-3s. So let's just say we need a ratio of omega-6 from three to omega-3s of one. So that's the ratio. Yeah. Can you guess what our typical American diet is right now? What is it? 25 to one, closer to maybe 50 to one in some cases. 
So we consume these processed, uh, genetically modified seed oils, yeah. vegetable oils. Now, n- not all omega-6s are bad. We need omega-6s, but it's the most consumed fat in our modern nutritional plan. And most of it is processed, refined, rancid. Mm -hmm. This is the key, rancid oil that the body creates this inflammatory response. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that you want to think about is why is it a missing nutrient? Not only what it can do, but also this ratio that it creates for harmony in the body. And so if we're at 25 to 1, omega-6 to to omega-3s, you can see adding omega-3s will help that ratio. Yeah. And, and that's probably the biggest challenge that we have right now. We, we know that, that when that ratio gets high, tumor growth increases, mm-hmm. inflammation increases, digestive health is compromised, immune health is compromised, brain issues like yep. ADHD, um, neurogen, uh, neurological things. So that's how I want to start today is it's not just saying we're not consuming it and we should consume it. It's, we now know that if we don't have the right ratio, we're setting ourselves up for issues. Could yeah. be short-term, could be long-term. Right. So have you heard the ratio at all before? No, I never heard of it. Yeah, Man, so that's, that, crazy. That's, the, that's the biggest challenge that we have is you go to any grocery store. Mm-hmm. Everything in a box and a package is going to have omega-6s. It's cheap, mass-produced, increases shelf life, can be manipulated, has yeah. no flavor. The last thing you're going to consume is a baked good in a box that has fish oil as the, the oil that it uses. It would yeah. taste bad. So, And you don't really want to cook with omega-3s, uh, and we'll get into that. But when we go back to how I started today, reverse heart disease, boost immune function, fight degenerative disease. And if you don't know what degenerative disease is, that's the kind of the, the function or structure of a tissue or organ. So... Mm-hmm. I see a lot of women, especially like, I want to keep my skin healthy. Yeah. Well, our skin is going to have, be susceptible to degenerative disease. It's going to break down. One of the nutrients to help keep that skin healthy is omega-3 fats. Mm. Or the eyes. You know, a great friend of ours is an um, optometrist, and you can see so much in the eye, but degenerative disease can happen in the eye. And one of the things that he tries to get his patients to consume is omega-3 fatty acids. So degenerative disease is a big issue. Mm -hmm. Fertility, you know, the hormonal uh, function and the help. Yeah, tell me about that one. And and then the last one is, um, uh, again, that immune system. But So when you look at omega-3 fats, one of the things that they help with is this thing called steroidal hormonal pathway, Mm -hmm. not to get too complex. And that stero- steroidal hormonal pathway is is really what is going to regulate your sex hormones yeah. or reproductive hormones. Now, your reproductive hormones don't just create life. They also do other things like energy and metabolism, yeah. but they can make life. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the um, fertility in our country, it's decreased drastically. Uh, uh, what they're pointing to is there's many reasons. Toxicity. Yeah. Uh, Plastics. Plastics, um, electronics, uh, sterilize. But one of the things that they're finding is also nutritionally. Mm -hmm. We talked about epigenetics many episodes ago. but So what you eat is going to start to curve the way that genetics evolve. And and one of the things, if we're continuing to be deficient in this nutrient, 
the steroidal hormonal pathway is going to get compromised. So we're going to have out of balance testosterone, estradiol, estrogen, all these things. And so, again, I'm not a specialist in this fertility space, but I do understand that the connection with hormones and omega-3 fats is very strong. And not only will it help with kind of your brain, but it also helps to build. So think of it as the building block for some of your growth hormones, and that's why it leads to that fertility. What other questions that you know you you were thinking about before we came on about yeah. omega threes? So, I was looking up omega threes not too long ago, and I seen something about the inflammation in the body. Right? Um, not only do I want to know about the inflammation that it what did it decreases actually, but what for a person that's really done, not really knowledgeable about anything about this? Because I'm trying to speak from that perspective. Yeah. What is the inflammation? What is that? What even is inflammation in the body? Yeah, inflammation is a good thing. Mm-hmm. It, now it's thought about in a bad way, but inflammation is is repair. And one of the things it does is it uses heat. So when you heat something up, it adds more blood. Mm-hmm. It, it everything's growing and, and and kind of healing. What omega threes do is they actually help to reduce this thing called chronic inflammation. So acute inflammation is fantastic. You sprain your ankle playing basketball, that's acute inflammation. What happens is you tore that ligament or tweaked it, Mm. slight tear, and the body is rushing nutrients via the blood to that spot. Inflammation, hot. Everything is on fire trying to repair. Mm. I've always had this conversation with with my my dad. Is like when you take an anti-inflammatory to reduce pain, because that's really what you're taking, right. or it reduces inflammation, is that slowing down healing? From the science of it, that's really what it's doing. So mm. you have inflammation, you want to reduce it acutely, like back pain, ankle hurts, toothache. There's some pain happening because f- the body's trying to heal. The nerves are kind of oversensitive. Uh. That anti-inflammatory medication is going to slow it down, but it's going to also reduce pain. Maybe not a problem, but this chronic inflammation. And when we did this pH test of acid and alkaline, yep. an acid environment, food, stress, lack of exercise, acid equals inflammation. So if, if you're not eating perfect, which we don't all eat perfect, or you feel like you have all these aches and pains, omega-3 fats are a natural anti-inflammatory. And a, another positive, they're also this thing called, um, uh, they're, anti, or they're a coagulant. So they're okay. a blood coagulant, meaning they're going to make your blood thinner. Mm-hmm. So it's a natural blood thinner. And so this is the power of something that's natural that we need that can really help us with many chronic issues, inflammation is the big one. And so chronic inflammation, we do know, leads to most disease and illness. One of the most powerful everyday anti-inflammatories that you can take is omega-3 fatty acids. Mm. So nature always has the answer. Artificial anti-inflammatories or synthetic anti-inflammatories, these are not going to be absorbed the same way, and it's a different type of mechanism. But inflammation is a big, big deal. Mm, that's a good breakdown. And when you think about the myelin sheath, I mean, uh, this insulated layer or this sheath, um, you know, omega-3s can not only 
reduce inflammation, which breaks it down. So inflammation breaks down that myelin sheath. It also yeah. is the nutrient to build it up. So it's like it's a double positive in the case of um, infl- inflammation, especially chronically. Mm. Interesting. What are you familiar with? How are you f- familiar are you with coenzyme Q10? You heard that before? That's another language. No, I'm not. So he's co- so, so at 24, maybe <laughs> he hasn't uh, heard coenzyme Q10. Nope. But let's go down this pathway. A lot of listeners, and I think this is gold information. Yeah. Cholesterol is a big deal. When we think of heart disease or atherosclerosis, hardening of the arteries, mm. we tie it to cholesterol. So hang with me for a second. So when we think of heart disease, we always can, can kind of connect it to cholesterol. Yeah. High cholesterol, high heart disease. Uh-huh. What we now know is 60 to 70% of heart attacks happen with normal cholesterol. Mm. Meaning cholesterol, high cholesterol does not lead to heart disease. When you think of coenzyme Q10, so coenzyme Q10 is a powerful antioxidant specifically for the heart. Mm-hmm. You have the most amount of mitochondria and cells that are responsible for the heart. Makes sense, right? Yeah. It's the most important muscle in the human body. Without the heart, we don't survive. Right. Coenzyme Q10 is a powerful antioxidant that we naturally produce to protect the heart. But the increase of coenzyme Q10 as a supplement is at its all-time high. Why? Because when you take a statin medication to block or lower cholesterol, you also block coenzyme Q10. So it's a double, it's a double whammy, in my opinion, because you're taking a statin medication to lower cholesterol, which isn't always the best thing. And number two, during that process you also block coenzyme Q10. Yeah, it's always something to it. So this is interesting. In Canada, if you take a statin medication, you're also prescribed to take coenzyme Q10. Mm. In the United States, you don't have to take coenzyme Q10, but most good cardiologists are going to recommend taking coenzyme Q10. Back to the point of this whole conversation, coenzyme Q10 is naturally made in the body Mm. until you start taking things to start to play with the body. Mm-hmm. So I talked about steroidal, steroidal hormonal pathway. At the top of that is this pathway. And think of like a, a tree branch. Mm-hmm. A stat medication comes up towards the top and blocks that pathway. But along the way, what it does is it's going to block cholesterol. So that's why it lowers it. Mm-hmm. It's also going to block your hormones because that's what it's doing is building hormones. So your testosterone is going to be lower. Right. Your estrogens and your uh, growth hormones are going to be out of whack, but it also blocks coenzyme Q10 on that pathway. Mm. That's why, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot is why do omega-3s help with heart disease, specifically with balancing cholesterol profile? Because it's the raw nutrient to help to balance that equation out. So if you don't have good hormones and your cholesterol is elevated because it's trying to produce hormones, that raw nutrient of omega-3s can help to raise that hormonal level, okay. create that harmony. And, and that's why, you know, I thought today would be a great time to spend on omega-3s because it's not just about taking it to reduce inflammation. Right. It could be to help your eyes. It could be to help your skin. It could be to raise your level of vitamin D3. Yeah. And, and there's so many supplements out there, but when you think of what are we missing the most? It's really this foundation of omega-3s. Right. 
Did you get education now at Coenzyme Q10? I mean, yeah, you speaking to me. Don't <laughs> stick with me. So think about this. 100 million people mm. are taking cholesterol-lowering medications. 100 million people. That's crazy. But they don't know, though. No, they don't know. Uh, they're scared of cholesterol. It's been told. Um, you know, I have this book right here. It's a fantastic book called Omega-3 Oils, A Practical Guide, written in 1996. Mm-hmm. In this book in 1996, they're talking about cholesterol levels of 240. That was kind of the tipping point number. Today, that number is 200. Mm. So we've lowered the number, so more people qualify. More people are unsure of what cholesterol even is. And so next thing you know, that's how you're in a medication. But when you think of omega-3s, it's really that nutrient that really can help us with optimization. And one of the things when we think of cholesterol, here's something you might want to write down. Low cholesterol equals early death. Now, if you were told that, and then you're having a medication that lowers cholesterol. Would you be as susceptible right, to take no, that? No, right, no, I'm not trying to take so that. So part of it is education. Part yeah. of it is the research. And, and the way we used to look at fats 20 years ago drastically changed. Right. But the way we medicate still for cholesterol has not changed. Right. It's actually increased. So we got to start to come to the party with a little bit of education ourselves. Yeah. And cholesterol is fantastic. It makes vitamin D3. It helps to repair the heart cells. Um, it can mirror many molecules to make the body um, live well. And so we don't want to just lower cholesterol. We want to optimize cholesterol. Right. Um, and I'll get into that in a second. Any questions so far on the 101 class I'm giving you today on? I mean, shoot. Like, I feel like the whole community is hearing this, to be honest. Um, this is very important. Um, I got another question speaking from a, a different perspective. But um, you were saying something about... Um, when you have your when you have less omega threes in your body, and then your body is um, you you said something about what was that? What you were saying earlier? It was like a part of part steroidal of hormonal pathway. Yeah, the steroidal hormone. Okay, so your T levels, everything is dropped because you're trying to just block cholesterol, but you can't you just block cholesterol. You're just trying to block that, right? You cut out the whole branch, everything's going to be hit. Right. So now we're at a decline. So let's say. These medications that average person is taking, taking that, do you feel like it has an effect on their long-term health compared to the present moment? Obviously, it does, but let's just... Yes. So, I, speaking from so again, a, a good point is low cholesterol mm-hmm. equals early death. And why? Because your cholesterol is essential, just like omega-3s are essential. Cholesterol mm-hmm. makes life. You need cholesterol to make life. It makes every cell in the human body, the cell membrane. membrane yeah. Now... They're kind of go hand in hand. So if we want the cell membrane to be healthy, we consume omega-3 fats. Right. Now cholesterol doesn't have to work as hard. And so here's an interesting thing back to your inflammation. Whatever your cholesterol is, let's just say we draw your blood, you're interested in blood, cholesterol comes back. Whatever it is, is what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think we like to accept that. What about the LDH? L- LDL? Oh, LDL, yeah. Yeah. But if whatever your cholesterol is, what it is, if your cholesterol is too high, instead of saying, I need to lower my cholesterol, you need to reduce your inflammation. Yeah. Because here's what's happening. You have a lot of inflammation happening for many different reasons. Bad diet, mm-hmm. um, degenerative issues, maybe you have a, Gut issues. a disease, mm-hmm. not to scare anybody. 
instead of just blocking cholesterol, because blo- cholesterol is actually trying to heal the body. That's what its job is, to go repair, mm-hmm. to grow, to develop. The reason, though, it's high is because it's chronically trying to heal. It makes so much sense. So the inflammation's it. high. Yeah. Now, if you're... Your cholesterol is too low, you're missing nutrients. And in many cases, you're probably taking a medication. Mm-hmm. So medications, we know, leach out nutrients. So you may not be on a cholesterol medication. You may be on a blood pressure medication. You may be on a hormonal uh, medication. That's the simplicity of it that I think we overlook and say, let's play. Let's look at these numbers and let's just try to manipulate these numbers. Yeah. Numbers the numbers don't lie, but they don't like to be manipulated. Right. So whatever your cholesterol is is what it's meant to be. And if you really want to improve how the body's working, if it's too high, we need to lower inflammation. Mm-hmm. If it's too low, we need to add some nutrients. I'm going to put you in a hot seat real quick. I, I'm, <laughs> like I said, I'm trying I like to speak hot seats. like I don't know. But let's say that I don't take any medication and I don't take any omega-3s, nothing but my cholesterol is low. Mm. What's going on? All right. So I think that's a couple of questions in a question. So if mm-hmm. your cholesterol is too low, you're not taking any medications, mm-hmm. and you're not taking any omega-3s. Well, one, I would say that you're missing the nutrient omega-3, like I just said. Mm. But let's just say you're healthy. You don't have any issues. Right. You're, you're eating fish, but you're not taking a supplement. Right? So you're getting your you're getting it, but you're not. And your cholesterol is still low. Yeah. Again, whatever your cholesterol is is what it should be. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things to understand, if you're missing nutrients, it can't really repair. And so I look at other things. Back to our conversation. How's your immune system? Do you mm-hmm. get sick much? How's your skin? Are, you know, are, your, are your knuckles, you know, it's winter here. Are your knuckles dry? Do you have eczema? Um, so, so that might be where that you notice it the most. Or uh-huh. maybe it's vitamin D3. And we'll get into specifically a type of omega-3 called cod liver oil. But vitamin D3 needs omega-3s. And on top of that, there are some omega-3s like cod liver oil that have vitamin D3 naturally. Mm -hmm. So I think the question that you asked is is just being aware. Number one, am I getting omega-3s from food? Flaxseed, chia seeds. You don't like chia seeds. Flaxseeds, walnuts. um, You like salmon. Mm -hmm. And then type of fish oil those are some ways to get it but the question i get especially with healthy or at least younger people that are pretty healthy you know younger people aren't always necessarily healthy but they're maybe not symptomatic right (laughs) once we're symptomatic now we start to do stuff and we think about like people that are are showing signs yeah what is taking an omega-3 or taking omega-3 is going to do for you when you're healthy that's always the catch Mm-hmm. You know, if we went, we're, you know, we're at Michigan State, if we went on campus and we, we saw these people that are pretty healthy and we're like, are you taking omega-3s? I would say 95% of them are not. Mm-hmm. But are they showing symptoms yet? Nope. Maybe not. But that's where we have to start thinking about the long game and the short game. For me, for me the biggest impact I saw short term was what it do- did for my brain. Memory. ADHD focus, yeah. it improved that. When I consume omega threes, I'm clearer, I'm calmer, yeah. more focused. Right. I was just gonna say that too. Same. So you have to listen to the body there. Mm-hmm. Not everybody struggles with focus though. Skin. When I don't take omega three threes, you know, as a red headed, you know, pale skin kind of guy in the wintertime, I get dry, 
And so my skin, to be moisturized, uh, needs those omega-3s. Those mm-hmm. are some short-term things. Long-term, I look at my blood. I don't have any disease. I don't have any illness. But I'm looking right. and saying, how do I optimize? Right. What's my the testosterone? Oil. What's mm-hmm. my hormones? What is, what is my lipid profile, my triglycerides? All these things will kind of give us a bigger picture. But yeah, I, I tell my audiences, taking omega-3s today will not do anything for you today. You take an anti-inflammatory medication, it will work quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, that's, and that's another thing. Aches and pains, you know, I'm a golfer. My wrists, aches, like all those things improve. And so part of it is self-awareness. Yeah, and speaking from my perspective too, just so y'all know, I'm not just, just an advocate. I actually lived it. So uh, the other day, playing ball, you know, I'm coming down for a layup, you know, we score, but I'm running back. And as I'm running back, um, I put Tweaks. my foot. Yeah, I put my foot on someone else's foot. Like you're running, you you step on someone else's foot. Yeah, you rolled foot, up. Mm-hmm. Roll my ankle. Any other day, especially back in the day, I'm like, I'm done. Like you know, I got to tie my shoe up. I'm done. Now I've been taking this omega three cod liver oil for about a good month and a half. I was consistently just consistently right, and I noticed. You know, when I came down, it hurt it a lot. I'm like, dang, I might be done. But I kind of run off a little bit, and literally, like, i say, like, five minutes later, I can feel my body, like, not really reacting to it like how I would. And I feel like it's only because my body is not quick to be inflamed, like, inflamed anymore, I should say. Yeah, you're reducing inflammation. You still had inflammation. Yeah. It's probably a little swollen. It was. It, to be honest, though, if you wanted me to be 100%, no. It wasn't like, swollen. It wasn't. I was like very. It was weird seeing that because normally if you roll your ankle and the shoes I had on, they're not really like ankle support to the max. Lower lower tops. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, again, that I think for me, one of the things that I'm really trying to teach people at a young age is not everything that we need to do will be visible. Mm-hmm. We want to see that instant gratification. Mm. But what we have to do is we have to really look into the the science, the the nutritional science. We have to think about the long game, short game. We just got to look at what it is. Right. It's an essential fatty acid, and if you're not consuming it, you will not be getting it. Here's an interesting thing. We consumed 2,100 calories back in 1970. Today we consume 4,100 calories. I bet. But we get less nutrients. Yeah. So double the food, less nutrients. Mm -hmm specifically the nutrient that's missing in the ecosystem of food is omega-3 fats. Mm -hmm. So the cows don't eat the grass anymore. The fish don't eat the algae. There's not as much omega-3s in the grass. There's not as much omega-3s in the algae. And so this ecosystem of omega-3s has disintegrated. Right. And that's where we have to look a lot harder and say, okay, flax seeds, how do I get them in my body? They're not the easiest thing to consume, but how do I get them in? How do I get them? Right. Fish, okay, I'm, I don't have access to wild-caught fish. Where am I going to get the sources of fish? Yeah. Um, we'll talk about gel capsules in a second. So I think the key is is understanding heart disease is a symptomatic thing that people like to reverse or improve once there's a problem. Yeah. Well, you can get started at any point. 15, 24, 35, 45. Don't wait until the you know your arms are about to fall off right. to, to fix it. All we got is today. The second thing is the immune system. One of the best nutrients that we can give the, the immune system is omega-3 fats. 
on top of that, if you're going to ask the truth, what's probably the number one thing that I try to get people to do for their immune system is cod liver oil. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we sell cod liver oil, but the reason is because cod is the only fish oil that has vitamin D3. Yeah. So that's the key is it's going to really help to optimize the immune system. And these are the things that I think a lot of people are struggling with. Mm-hmm. And really if, don't understand either. Well, don't, you, don't you, know. Right. You haven't really heard don't it. don't know. When when do people talk about stuff like that? They they don't. Myelin sheaths. Yeah, you just you you see issues in the body and you like, well, let me go to my doctor and um I guess I'm gonna get prescribed to some. So let's talk about different ways to get omega threes. Um what are your favorite ways to get omega threes? My favorite ways is just fish or just take it straight up. Do you like like flax seeds? Flax seeds, I I put in my smoothie here and there. Yeah, but I I don't really hard to do consistently. Yeah, it's it's not even that. I just don't buy them for real. But if I wanted to, I could. You know what I'm saying? I don't really have a Preference. Do you like nuts? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm more of an almond. Okay. So almond, walnuts have almond, the most. Walnuts, but peanut butter. Yeah. So here, I'll make it really simple. So you talked about kids. Mm-hmm. So let's start with kids. How can kids raise their omega-3 intake? I think one of the best ways is flax and chia. Um, and what do I do with flax and chia? Well, you have to ground the flax seeds mm. to get the omega-3s. Um, you don't have to grind the chia. Once they're ground, once you have the chia, I like to put them in my kids' yogurt. Now, I don't like to over-feed them yogurt, there, but yeah. they like yogurt. So yeah, moderation, put the flax seeds. Now I made the yogurt better. All my kids like it in their yogurt. Mm. Number two, I can put it in applesauce. What kid doesn't like applesauce? Right. Again, add it in there. Not only is it a fiber source in that case, it's also... I uh, got protein, but it's got the omega threes, and then I try to put it in smoothies. That's what I use as a protein, omega three, additive to my smoothie. I don't put so powders usually. Yeah. I'm putting the flax or chia seeds. So those are three simple ways, and then on top of that, I give my all three of my kids um, a teaspoon approximately of cod liver oil. Mm-hmm. Now you talked about gel capsules. Mm-hmm. Now here's why I don't recommend gel capsules if you have a choice. Because you're going to need 15, approximately 10 to 15 gel capsules to get the dosage that you need as an adult of omega-3s. Mm-hmm. So the key is, isn't about what you're doing. It's about the dosage. So when you see some of these studies saying omega-3s do this or they don't do this, what they forget is the quality and the dosage. Mm-hmm. Taking a gel capsule with a little bit of oil obviously is not going to do anything. Right. And who's to know if the gel actually gets absorbed? Digested? Yeah, right. broken down. Right. So that's why we recommend the actual oil. And the key is, is you want a high-quality oil, right. just like a high-quality fish. Because if not, it's going to be rancid, and that's where it starts to taste bad. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, cod liver oil has the D3 naturally. Most other fish oils that, that have D3 have added it synthetically. Yeah. So those are some things that are ways to do it. But for the kids, try to get it in their food. Uh, you know, I, I sh- share the video of the kids taking the cod liver oil. Most kids don't mind the taste. Mm-hmm. They don't even know what that means yet. Now, for adults, I think the key is is the dosage increases. And, um, you know, one of the things we haven't talked about much on this is the benefit to reduce um, cancer of many different cancers by consuming omega-3s. Yeah. Um, we have these things called prostaglandins. We know that the impact of prostaglandins to reduce tumor size, 
we all have divisions of ourselves Hmm. and they mutate. So we all have this, and some people have more, some people have less, but we all have this potential opportunity for ourselves to go haywire. One of the things that omega-3s help with is they slow down the growth of these mutated cells. Hmm. That's a good thing. And then it's our immune system's job, back to the immune system, why it's so important to kill those cells. Mm -hmm. But if we have weak immune system and then we're feeding the body with stuff that actually increases the growth, omega-6s, now now you can see why we've had huge increases. So for adults, it's really important to get at least, and write this down, 1,500 milligrams of DHA and EPA a day. Mm -hmm. Not together, combined. And that's where we get the dosage of a tablespoon of flaxseed or chia and a tablespoon of cod liver oil most days for uh, a normal adult. If you're struggling Mm -hmm. with inflammation, Family history, we might actually increase that based on who the person is. Right. Okay. Makes sense. What did I miss? What questions do you have? We talked about a lot today. I'm trying to think about it. You know, here's another question, too. Um, for for your heart health, right? Let's say a person is pretty healthy, and let's say they recognize that they're not really meeting their requirements with their blood levels. Would you say it's because of their low dosage of omega-3? Yeah. If it's not matching, because I know we're nutrient deficient at this point in age in life where a lot of people aren't eating the right stuff. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think our whole philosophy is about what we're missing mm. versus what we need to give up. Yeah. And when you... Th- think that way you start to think well yeah i haven't had an apple today versus i need to cut out that bag of chips the there's a psychological element to it so if you if you remove something you have to replace something but if you focus on adding something it naturally eventually will replace something so Mm -hmm. i see a lot of people that are healthy they don't have any symptoms but again i wouldn't say that they're thriving what they're capable of. I think we compare ourselves to others. So mm-hmm. health, the, the um, definition of health is to be absent of disease and illness. Technically, m- both me and you are healthy based on that disease. Well, so is millions of other people. Right. But, but there's other know. things that they're not healthy for. So right. I want us to think about ourselves and say, okay, what can I do? Don't have to be crazy. Don't have to be a Olympic athlete. Don't have to be a scientist. Right. But what are some simple things? That's what the point of this podcast is. I, I think the biggest missing nutrient. You, if someone asked me, what's the one thing I would add to everybody's diet? It'd be omega-3s of some sort. Mm. If you're vegetarian, you're not going to be doing cod liver oil. I understand that. But right. I, that person is going to need to be even more focused to finding ways to get omega-3 fatty acids. Yeah. For the plethora of benefits, and we can go down even more rabbit holes of thyroid uh, we can go female also, hormones. Yeah, so, so it does a lot for that too, huh? It, it's, it's the building block for so many different pathways. And that's why I brought up steroidal hormonal pathway. It's very complicated, but it says it right in the name. Steroidal means sex hormones. Mm-hmm. How many people listening want good sex hormones? I hope everybody. I hope you do. I hope, I hope everybody. Not only for what we think they're for, mm-hmm. but it's the metabolism it's the belly fat. Right. It's the 
uh, energy, it's the cognition, right? It's thriving, and so that's that's the key is the life force, man. Life force, yeah. and that's um, why we want to really look inward versus the numbers don't lie. But sometimes we have to say, okay, scale's okay, my skin's okay. How do we be good? How do we get to great? How do we have great skin? Right. How do we have great growth of our hair? You just want to look at it like optimizing your body. You know what I'm saying? Like you may not be unhealthy now, but let's optimize ourselves. Yeah. So when we're in the future, we don't have to worry about anything. So as we wrap up, I think we covered a lot and we're um, – Obviously, can cover more in depth, but I think we covered a couple nuggets that are new. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we play it back a little, yeah. Bit. <laughs> how do we, how do we come back and say, okay, the missing nutrient, omega three fats, we're overexposed or overconsuming omega three or omega sixes. Mm-hmm. What we want to get to is understand inflammation is caused by being too acidic. To reduce acid, to reduce inflammation, we need these omega. Threes. So the ratio I want everyone to shoot for is about for every three omega six, and we're all going to consume omega sixes, and we need them. We need to consume at least one omega three. That ratio starts to creep up. Disease and illness going to creep up. Uh-oh. That ratio starts to come down. Yeah. I think we start to arm ourselves with the defense. Can't prevent everything, but we start to arm ourselves with defense for letting the body thrive. Like that. All right, thanks, buddy. We'll see you again next time.